Christmas parties coming up soon. Do you guys have a Christmas party where you work? Uh, we have a holiday. Right, holiday party. Do you party. go to it? Have no, I haven't been to one of those in uh, over a decade. You don't seem like the type. Do they get mad at you? No, they. Oh. Because th- there's so many people that that work at where I work that uh can't really keep track of everyone. Where I work, if you don't have school spirit, then you don't necessarily get in trouble, but uh, I feel like you get on the shit list. <laughs> so I like to go to all of the things. I feel like uh, your parties are probably better the, than the ones that... Uh... They're definitely fun because everyone's an <laughs> alcoholic. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's crazy. Yeah, no, they're, so, they're way too PC where I work. It's a blast. Too many rules and regulations and... Uh, Last year, one of my coworkers was like extremely not happy about being there. So she sent a text blast to all the potheads of the mm-hmm. company. And she was like, whoever gives me a weed vape pen the quickest, I'm going to give you like 20 bucks. And then they, you oh. just she sent this. She was sitting at my table. <laughs> she sent the text message out. And we all like were looking at around. And you just saw all the potheads like whip their heads over. And they're like running to her <laughs> to get her a vape pen. <laughs> Was it at the the studio or was it at another? No, that would be a disaster. Okay, we would Uh, not. We should not be around equipment. Right, we are like that. Uh, They always like rent a place. All right, so you got another venue. No, they always have them at where I work. So because it's such a large building. Yeah. That sucks, though. Like, nobody wants to go to work. It's cool if it's at, like, a banquet hall or a restaurant or, like, a nice hotel. I, I might be tempted to do it then. But, yeah, it's like I don't want to drive back up to work on a fucking Saturday just, just to, to hang out with these same fucking people I hang out with, you know, every fucking nine day. hours a day for five days a week. Yeah. You know? No, ours is cool because, like, it's usually somewhere kind of fancy and we get all dressed up and then there's an open bar and then we get ratchet. There you go. Yeah, that's cool. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is Death by Music Podcast. I am Jake, and I'm here with Alex for another mini. Yeah, and I was um, I was just thinking of festivals, music festivals, because I miss them because it's winter, mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about Not a one. whole lot but going on But we're going to talk right about now. one that's not going to make me miss music festivals, because this one sucked. It was like a historic tragedy. And it's not Fire Festival, and it's not uh, fucking Blue Ridge Rock Fest. <laughs> Fire Festival. Which one was that? That is the one where it was on an island and the guy got arrested because he scammed all these investors that's, and yeah, shit. Yeah, okay, that's the one I'm thinking of. And everybody got stranded. And they were eating like white bread and American cheese or something. And they for... were like, me. <laughs> and then uh, Blink-182 was like, we're not performing. This place sounds... And that was the whole draw was Blink-182. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I don't know who else was on the lineup. Yeah, but... I don't know either. I just re- I remember hearing about it. It was a whole shit show. Yeah, today we're going to talk about Tomorrow World from 2015. So this story was written like right after the festival happened. So if okay, the language, old article. Yeah, if the language in it sounds like it just happened, that's because when this article was written, it had just happened. But this, yeah, this article is almost 10 years old. But uh, like bad weather and people camping, that's all I really have associated with this festival. That, that's pretty common issue with a lot of festivals it's yeah. just bad weather and uh, a lot of rain and mud and i have you know it turns them in, into terrible things to be at yeah i didn't think about the fact that's probably why a lot of festivals don't do camping because it can be such a liability um if yeah. the weather is bad and like shit really hits the fan and a lot of these are on farms and that land's already 
like super like mushy because it gets tilled up and all that stuff and yeah the farm for Bonnaroo though I don't think they actually use it for farming anymore I think it's specifically just for the festival right they're not trying to grow anything on it in in the off season (laughs) well I don't think in the on season either I don't think they're growing shit on dick sorry this story is over five years old uh this is by Becca Godwin uh, what happened at White Lake uh, this weekend may have been more than an uncontrolled outpouring of hip young people uh, struggling as they did to survive. First, the 20-mile traffic jams and five-mile hikes. That's shitty. Then the in- uh, the intense heat and sudden rain. Unfortunately, can't control that. The thirst and hunger from the sor- uh, shortage of water and food just for the opportunity to spend a few days in the country getting stoned on their drugs and grooving on the music. What happened at White Lake was that hundreds of thousands of kids invaded a rural resort area totally unprepared to accommodate them. That's an anchor talking about Woodstock. Hold on. Gotcha. Oh, that's (laughs) an anchor talking about about Woodstock in 1969. But he could have just as easily been uh, talking about Tomorrow World in Chattahoochee Hills, Georgia, this past weekend. That is in 2015. Uh, scattered showers throughout the festival turned the 8,000-acre farmland into a giant mud pit and the festival organizers' decision to limit transportation sh- uh, services on Saturday left many people stranded, with some shelling out hundreds of dollars to pay for surge-price Ubers and others forced to sleep on the side of the road with no water or food. Oh, Uber was okay. around 10 years ago. Yeah. That's I've probably never about really when used it started. It. Uh, yeah, all right, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. For most... Things did not improve from there. The festival canceled Sunday to non-campers who formed the majority of the uh, attendees. Many tried to get in anyway through attempting to crash the gates or dejectedly looking to social media to discuss potential lawsuits, among other gripes. This was the third year of the EDM Festival's U.S. edition. The original Tomorrowland in Belgium was founded in 2005, and unless there's some major damage control to assuage the livid uh, masses vowing never to return, it may have been its last. By now, inclement weather has marred enough festivals that you'd think one of the biggest in the country. Last year, there were 160,000 attendees would have a backup plan. In fact, another SFX festival called uh, Hudson, Hudson Project faced almost extremely similar problems with poor weather and bad planning in July 2014. Instead, the muddiness that plagued the rolling hills ultimately caused the festival to close the third day to anyone not camping on site part of the official statement that was emailed on sunday to thump upon request i don't know what thump is uh we take the safety of all of our visitors very seriously the rainfall since thursday resulted in limited capacity of festival parking fields drop-off locations and the shuttle system Festival goers with day tickets, guest list tickets, and anyone not already camping at Dreamville will unfortunately not be able to access today's events. Media were also notified that visitor and media shuttles would not be operating and that Tomorrow World would be accessible only to residents of Dreamville, the festival's camping grounds. Hey, that's more reason to camp. So if you're maybe, are, would there be like unofficial campgrounds around not, that, not within walking distance, no, unless you were, like, camping on someone's property. Oh, okay. Um, so this, this would be, like, people that are staying in, like, hotels and yeah, things like that. Yeah, because what they're saying is the those people park during the day on site, and mm-hmm. all of the parking lots in the fields that they were using, like, when you start driving cars through the mud, you're fucked. But if you are already set up when it starts raining and you're not driving, 
the roads don't get that bad because it's just people traveling on foot. Yeah, but the those foot tires, traffic's not going to tear it up that yeah, bad. Yeah, the tires going through the mud, like you're going to get a whole bunch of cars stuck. So mm-hmm. they basically had to say, if you're not already here, then you can't come in because you're not going to be able to get in or out. Like it would just right. be fucked as soon as they tried. That's kind of what happened to that one earlier this year that you didn't. Yeah, it out too, Blue right? Ridge. Blue yeah. Ridge, yeah, that one got rained out. Honestly, it makes me really, really glad that uh, a couple of years ago they canceled Bonnaroo in advance. Like, it was on a Wednesday. It was before we had started driving up there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was on a Tuesday because they it was going to storm or whatever. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that they did because a lot of people still got stuck up there who were working. Tomorrow World's announcement on their Facebook that Mother Nature has decided otherwise did not soothe those who were uh, learning their plans of seeing acts like Armin, Armin Van Bira, David Guetta, Guetta, something like that, and a big <laughs> gigantic, I've, I've seen his name before, I just don't know how, how to say it, David Guetta, we'll say that. Whatever, a big somebody gigantic, from the EDM world will yeah. correct us. <laughs> Uh, and Big Gigantic uh, had just been destroyed. The festival has since published a post with a link to their refund policy. Uh, that might be expired by now. Well, yes. <laughs> it's like 10 years old. Uh, on the other hand, Armin Van Buren tweeted out his condolences to in less than 140 characters. Uh, very sorry for the people who can't join at Tomorrow, Land, or Tomorrow World tonight. Hope you still enjoy my set via the live stream. The cancellation news was the salt on the transportation disaster wound of Saturday night in which non-campers trying to get back to their homes and hotels had to trek through mud for miles in the dark in order to access shuttles and Ubers. That's insane. Like, that's the part that pisses me off. I understand everything else that they did, but, like, abandoning people on the road and not giving them any way. I mean, even just somewhere on site that they could wait at and like kind of well chill until it cleared up and they could get transportation back that's I fucking mean, crazy well the other part of the sentence is to access these shuttles and ubers they, they were una- unable to reach the festival grounds since the roads leading to the entrance were deemed inaccessible that's so. what i'm saying but like they if they have it's a festival they gotta have tents like big ass tents somewhere just for, for people to like hang out in or under or something? yeah with, okay i mean they usually have saying. like big tents where you like where the bars are and stuff i Mm -hmm. mean if if shit is hitting the fan and you have a bunch of people on site that need somewhere to stay and they are unable to leave then you need to try and at least make accommodations for them until it clears up and cars can get in and out i would take one of those tents take it over fucking nobody's getting beer in here anymore we're clearing the floor and we're gonna try and set up something for people to sleep or Hmm. yeah yeah, give them something yeah so at least they have somewhere safe to be, not, and they're not walking on the street for five fucking miles in the in mud. In the mud, and the in the rain. dark, yeah. Fuck that. Uh, some paid hundreds of dollars due to surge prices after finally making it to an Uber. Others simply gave up and slept where they could. Fuck that. That's the shit part. There's people just like yeah. sleeping out in the woods or whatever. Definitely up against a tree. an adventure, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say. Got a story it, to tell. <laughs> I don't want to say it sounds fun, but I. think... It wouldn't be at the time. If I was with the right people. I think that we could make the best of it. Right. And then in retrospect, look like you'd be pissed off, even if you were with those people that would make it fun. But after the fact, when you think back on it, it would, yeah, it would be kind of, kind of, yeah, kind of funny, kind of not, but you know, you, you look Still back fuck on that it festival be, though. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks, but. James Baker, a third timer who volunteered for the festival last year was uh, present for all the shenanigans. He says, 
After the show, he knew exiting was going to be bad and managed to sneak on a snap shuttle to the parking lot three miles away. So you could do that in an hour. Three miles? Yeah. Oh, probably, yeah. If but you were walking at a brisk pace. It depends on how muddy it is. Yeah, that's also true. If it's like that that thick, like, Paste. sticky, quicksand-style mud, you're, you're, you're fucked. You're, you're, yeah. I you're, wouldn't you're sleep in that either. I don't even know what I would do. Climb a tree? Like, I'm not... No. Yeah, you'd have to get to a tree line somewhere where there's roots and stuff for some kind of structure for the ground. I would I would see if I could break into the campgrounds and just party there with some people who have Crawl a place. Crawl under the fence. Yeah, because yeah. usually they have like at least a camp chair. I'd be like, can I sleep in this chair? Yeah, just give me, give me enough drinks, I'll sleep wherever, you know. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> uh, from there, it was the Hunger Games, he said. He described this, the scene as looking like something from a movie with thousands of people in the woods and some pissing in the open. Of course. Why the fuck not? At that point, passed out on curbs and banging their hands on the sides of full buses. Once Baker was safely on board a bus, he witnessed a man lay down in the street and try to stop the vehicle so more people could board. Damn. Mm, I don't think that's going to help anybody overloading a bus. At least they get out. of It's just the fucking Titanic. Put more people on those goddamn boats. Mm. Just let them float in the water. What the hell? By the time we flagged down that bus, we were up to over $100 pulled together to try to buy our way out. The rich and the lucky rode, the poor walked, and the, and the poor and tired stopped wherever they could find open ground. As a Metro Atlanta local who opted not to camp this year in order to have a bed and shower at night, Baker took it personally. Quote, there's a huge EDM scene here with many of us officially and unofficially promoting the festival, he said, referring to the locals' enthusiastic embrace of the festival up to this point both on the ground and through social media. We're a key reason for this festival's success, and they left us to rot like Walking Dead. Still, Baker says he loves the festival itself and isn't sure if he'd take part in a class action lawsuit that, according to a private Facebook message sent by the Facebook page creators, is being spearheaded by a 20-year corporate lawyer and human rights lawyer who are currently exploring their options. Hmm, I wonder what happened with all this. The... Problems we had mainly consisted of the neglect they showed to their patrons. They wrote, Have you seen the images of people who had to sleep in the forest because promised shuttles were canceled? Fellow third-timer Aaron Meyer, 25, from Kennesaw, was similarly torn about a lawsuit, even though she and her boyfriend say they had to almost get physical to get on a shuttle before paying an Uber $50 cash. Since the network was congested and the app crashed. The huge problem is that I'm a huge fan of all these artists, she said. I want nothing more than for there to be a venue available for them to all come together and entertain. But because of the complete lack of communication, effort to alleviate the known issues around transportation, and almost, ah, fuck it, attitude, the hosting company of SFX has given, I would totally back going after them. They are on the verge of bankruptcy already. Maybe that played a part, maybe not. The overwhelming consensus is that it wasn't the weather that ruined the festival experience. It was the lack of coordination and the disregard for the safety of people trying to exit on Saturday night into Sunday morning who were largely left to fend for themselves. If there had been better planning on the festival's part, attendees said the madness could have been avoided. Yeah, yeah I, I agree absolutely. with that. All right. And then for the kicker, as hard as, it, as hard as it was for what Meyer described as walking dead hordes of people to get out, it would be technically impossible for anyone to get back in since Tomorrow World limited access only to campers. So if you slept in the woods, you probably were like, this is the worst night of my life. I'm at my lowest point. And then you wake up and you're like, fuck yeah, I still get to go to the festival. I slept in the woods, bitch. <laughs> Many people refused to accept the fate and discussed rushing the gates 
on the festival's Facebook page, thinking they would be strength in numbers. From what Reagan McCracken, 26, saw during her four-hour wait at the gate, it wasn't so much rushing the gates as it was standing around and pleading with staff. She traveled from Oklahoma just for Sunday and estimates that she saw it estimates that she saw 1000 exiled people. Hmm. I mean, shit, I would just go around to the other side where the security guards are not distracted. <laughs> we heard the music inside. She says all the events were still happening. We just couldn't get past the gate. Everyone's question was, why not let people in if music was still playing? Why only cancel for people not staying on site? McCracken never made it in. She only felt excluded. She says she would absolutely support a lawsuit. This was extremely poor planning and PR. A refund of just ticket price isn't enough. We prepaid for our hotel, so we are forced to spend another night. <laughs> that is if you even made it to the fucking hotel. Right, yeah. The tens of thousands who were inside the gates on Sunday were able to enjoy the final day of rain free with plenty of extra elbow room. Those who were cast out experienced something they'll likely never forget. Not for lack of trying, though. Well. Yeah, that's another failed festival for you. Seem to be a lot of those stories. Yeah, but then there are so many that aren't shitty. So. Good point. Just, you have to. The ratio might be higher of good festivals to the ones that don't turn out. Yeah, and this one was 10 years ago, so I think this was kind of unique. Because now I feel like it's all the goddamn time. There are so many shitty festivals popping up by people who don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like post-pandemic and everybody is like super excited yeah. to see live it's music. And, and it's and cheaper. Honestly, It's it, festivals are expensive, but it's cheaper to go to a festival and see 100 artists than it is to pay a hundred over $100 now to see one fucking artist yeah. and an opener that you've never heard of that you don't give a shit about. Mm-hmm. So festivals are certainly the way, but you have to do your research and do one that is established and has a good fucking reputation. And is it a good time of the year for the place that you're going? Yeah. Because check fest- the weather reports, uh, Dude, local weather. They just released the lineup for Welcome to Rockville in Florida this year. And it's, I mean, it's a good lineup, but it's in May in Florida, in Daytona. Fuck that. It's like a billion degrees out. And if it's not a billion degrees out, it's fucking raining. And when it's raining, it's like the end of the world type raining. It's not even fun rain. (laughs) Yeah, it's that like sudden monsoon shit. Yes, it's very extreme weather. Why the fuck is there a festival in Florida in May? Hmm. It needs to be. Where is it being held? At the Speedway. At the Daytona Speedway. So there's, there's asphalt and concrete. You won't I mean, get stuck at least in the mud. it's not muddy. Yeah, that's, I think that's a huge issue. But when the sun starts coming down on the asphalt, it is 10 million times hotter. And well, yeah, and then you got all the, the rain and stuff uh, uh, evaporating, evaporating and it. making it worse. Plus, standing on asphalt for a whole weekend hurts your feet. I like festivals that are get on you a good grass. pair of boots. No, you need to just be standing on grass. <laughs> it's so much nicer. Uh, yeah, they need to do that festival in like fucking November or December in Florida. Yeah. It's like 60 degrees. It's perfect. So I wonder. I wonder. This was put on by SFX, the company. Yeah. Um, I bet you. Assuming they're still around, because they did mention that they were kind of on the verge of bankruptcy. If they're still around, I'd imagine this was like a big learning experience to. Oh, they changed their name. Well, that's probably because yeah, they're still around. I'm sure it's a different group of people. There's nothing on their point. website. Huh? Maybe it's not still around. <laughs> I don't maybe know. Not. The fate of the 2016 edition was left. Uh, in question due to the February 2016 bankruptcy filing of SFX, mm, as well as the go. weather issues experienced in 2015. So tomorrow, tomorrow World 2016 had been announced, but it was canceled after that. Ah, 
All right, fucking rest in peace to that festival because it sounds like it sucked. Yeah. Well, e- even still, I, I think there's uh, things to be learned by other festival uh, creators and and, yeah. and all that stuff. Like, you need to go back and look at... I'm sure they do to some point. They they go back and look at what happened at these, at these events that caused so many issues, and, and they were able to learn from it and improve their own festival through that. I wish there were... I mean, I wonder. This obviously isn't like a course you can take in college, but it would Mm-mm. be cool if it was. Like, if you wanted to run... Because this is an industry. It is, yeah. So we should be learning about it, you know? If I was in college and that was an available course with, like, festival safety or something like that, I would I would be the first person to sign up for that. But I would teach that class so that all, you know, people who want to be in the industry have a standard of, like, what they're learning and what they need to follow to make... To pull these events off. Right. Because it's different than just regular event planning when it's a concert like this. And we have people camping and all kinds of bullshit. So There's a lot of factors. And, and weather is a huge, huge factor. Because yeah. these are outdoor events. Just got to get there's ready no for way, anything. There's no other, other way to do it. It's it's an outdoor event. Yeah. But I've been to the outdoor ones that fucking rain and it's fine. It's not a big deal. Remember we went to that beer festival uh, out at, uh, at the Town t- Point t- Park? T- yeah. And it rained and it was like, well, fuck it. It's rain or shine. So everyone was like... Okay, guess I'm getting drunk in the rain. Yeah. And then it started getting muddy and those people <laughs> there was like a giant mudslide in the middle of the field and these people were just like fuck it and they were running and like slip and sliding mm-hmm. in the mud. Until they got totally stopped by the cops. Head to toe covered and the cops <laughs> were like, You can't do that and they were like, Why not? Why is it illegal to play in the mud? Like, yeah, I you, remember man. that. The the Town Point Park had you know, had Really nice uh, manicured lawn yeah, out there, and it just got completely got, fucked. That's why they got stopped, is because they were <laughs> fucking up. They were destroying. Well, public they, they, they don't want people hurting themselves either, and then suing the city for it. So, but uh, I don't think any of those people <laughs> were gonna sue shit. Well, and they wouldn't be successful after people saw the videos. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I, my my shoes were completely yeah caked in mud, but it was a good time. You know. Dude, last Renaissance, I think I might have talked about this Renaissance fair that I went to in Maryland the mm-hmm. whole first day. It just rained the whole fucking time. It was bad. It looked like we jumped in a pool bad, but we were drinking mead, and you seem to care a lot less about things when you're drinking mead. I, yeah. So I was I like, tell fuck you, it. <laughs> that first uh, mead I had at Dragon Con this year. Oh my God. And the Marriott was it was on point and it hit hard <laughs> that shit <and> slaps <laughs> it, yeah it was it was that was that was a good time <laughs> until i like coughed and like got it all over you guys but <laughs> i forgot about that yeah we were out uh, in the back area was, uh, <laughs> we were out we we're out on the steps where they do a lot of photo uh group photos and they got a dj back there we i i was drinking out of my mead cup that i had and a little bit just a teeny tiny little drop went into my lung <laughs> and I was in the process of drinking and you know what goes on there. I just, he spewed all, it was over, all me. over the place and I, I felt so hell. bad. It was so funny though. I wasn't even mad cause it was so funny. I felt it coming and I, <laughs> I, I, I put my hand up over my face to stop it and it oh still went everywhere. God. I must did I, I think I must've told you about speaking of festivals I was at Austin City Limits in the crowd, and I had, like, just gotten over a fucking sinus infection. Triggered. (laughs) Um, And so I was all, like, snotty and shit. 
and like it was traveling down into my lungs. <laughs> oh, Anyways, geez. I was about to cough. I was drinking a <laughs> Red's Apple Ale uh-huh. and watching David Byrne perform. And there was a couple of ladies that were standing like four feet in front of me. And I took a sip of my Red's and uh, I had to immediately when I tilted my head back, I was like, oh, God, I have to cough. And I went... <laughs> and I spit it all over these women and they both turned around and looked at me and I was like sitting there like with shit all over my face and my <laughs> bottle in my hand and I just was like oh and I like shrugged and like looked behind me as if somebody behind me had done it <laughs> even though it was all over me ah <laughs> uh, shit show yeah that, that sucks when that happens yep sure does <laughs> all right <laughs> That is enough for today. If you guys have some suggestions for episodes, let us know. Which reminds me, I think I told Mike, he commented in our Facebook group that everybody, he surveyed everybody who listens to the show, every uh-huh. single last person, and they all want us to cover Ian Curtis from Joy Division. So I was like, while I don't believe that that is true, <laughs> we will do it. We'll do it. So I just started writing that one today, and uh, it's going to be coming up on season six. If you're not familiar with Joy Division, you probably are familiar with New Order. Blue Monday, you know who they I are. I know the song, yes. It's by Blue Order. Blue. Or- it's by New New Order. Okay. <laughs> and uh, New Order is the remainder of the band after Ian Curtis died. Okay. So I went from Joy Division. New Order. All right, we gotta we gotta wrap this up, or else my cat's gonna spill water everywhere. Um, thanks for listening. Rest in peace. Later. Death by Music podcast is written and produced by Alex Motler, Cassie Gardner, and Jake.